Episode of the Blacksmith Furnace with me, Pete. Man, like Mo, I'm back. Yeah, you don't miss my voice, innit? Oh, I was, I was, I was gonna go at, I was gonna go at Robert, but you're making yourself annoying, so I'm not even gonna go at either of you. You, you <laughs> man, miss my voice. It's been two weeks, but I'm back. You see that? Like, I, I know that you don't miss my voice, innit? And I, feel, I believe that Robert knows. So he's like, you know what? Let me not try to fight for the limelight this week. Let me take a step back. And just let Mo do his thing, but Peter's being humble. Peter's being humble. He's like, "Yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beat." But yeah, it's is what isn't it? Robert Peter's being consistent. Whereas all these guys are just slacking. Peter's being humble. Yeah, he's being humble. Car. He he knows that I'm gonna take the limelight in this thing, and he's content. He's content playing second fiddle, so it's cool. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, we still don't know. Robert can't isn't on. Um, yeah, holding out hope that he jumps in at some point. He may, but, yeah, he may he may join us. Yeah. I mean, I've got the power to let him in or kick him out, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> He's sat in the waiting room and you let him <laughs> in. Come and give the come and close us out. Literally, yeah. Come in to give his hookups and bounce. <laughs> well, yeah, no, um, heavy hitters. So as you can imagine, probably going to be a heavy episode, but. Uh, mm. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I've missed this, you know, but yeah, I'm back. Shall we, shall we start with Sorry Not Sorry? Yes, yes, cool. yes, let's do this. Can I go first? Yeah, please do. I want you, Mo, <laughs> okay. yes. to make a biblical case for therapy. Make a biblical case for therapy? Wow. Um, therapy in general. Mm. Um, this is very interesting very interesting that there are a few scriptures that are coming to mind and there are a few narratives that are coming to mind mm. um, so firstly it's um, so I'm, I'm going I'm going to like almost ground this in, um, in a few scriptures so when Paul I think it's Paul no it's James it's James who says if any of you are sick um confess um like talk to their elders and stuff and pray for Mm. each other and and that Mm. will heal you Mm. and I know that that's that's a very specific application of ailments and stuff um but in terms of therapy that is a mental ailment that Mm. that is a mental sickness um and so that there is this notion of speaking to the elders, speaking to whoever is around you and whoever is in a p- position of authority, um, arguably a, a counsellor. Um, now, count like secular counselling, they ain't going to be laying hands and praying in tongues. Mm. Um, but there is that notion of speaking to them. Um, and secondly, um, Solomon. So, and the reason I always go back, the reason I like going back to Solomon is Solomon was 
outside of Jesus, the wisest person in the Bible. Mm. But yet he had counselors he always discussed things with. Mm. Um, and so it's like if the wisest person needed advisors, needed people that he could confide in and like have like gain perspectives and things from, then who do we think we are in not needing that? In not needing someone to kind of speak through things, and that's essentially what therapy is. Therapy is kind of called... push back on that a little bit. Okay, go for it. Kind of got to push back on that a little. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying Solomon had therapy well, in because, gaining advice. Yeah, that's wise counsel, yeah. and and elsewhere about says there's safety in wise counsel. Yes, and encourages that, but that's that's in the same vein as the 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 president having a cabinet or the parliament or, or yes. stuff like that yes whereas yes. therapy is more addressing mental as you said initially yeah. mental illness and yeah. anxiety and stuff like that which yeah. i don't think is what and it, it's not counseled it it's was not then, yeah it, it isn't it isn't specific, it isn't a one-to-one correlation mm. but the re- the reason i mentioned and the reason i see his relevance isn't almost using him as a blueprint he had counselors so we should have counselors in, in the modern sense of the word mm. um but more so if the wisest person on earth needed um, external perspectives. Okay. Then we would be well advised to seek external perspectives. Okay. In different yeah. situations. And I see. In, I see. Yeah. In, and it doesn't have to be particularly... I'm going through anxiety or depression or something like that. It, it could very well just be that like, there's something that I need to deal with, but it's, it's just weighing on me mentally. Okay. And then being like, all right, cool. Like, let me just speak to someone about this gain, like an insight and stuff like that. Um, and arguably someone who is like professionally trained to be able to, to go through this, um, a I would I would almost I don't believe therapy cancels out prayer and I don't believe prayer cancels out therapy okay interesting uh interesting advice because I because I believe I I believe that um if you don't have access to counseling, like you're in wherever and you, you just don't have access to counseling, like the best thing you can aim for is prayer. Like you would always have some, you, I believe that you would always be, you would always have access to someone who you can just talk to. Mm. Person may not be therapeutically trained, but you'd always have someone you can talk to. Mm. Um, being therapeutically trained just means that you're able to better um, manage this conversation in a way that you're not just spewing your advice or spewing everything onto this person, but there's like a methodology and stuff that you follow. Yeah. Um, arguably every single person has access to someone they can speak to, whether we utilize that access or not. Um, so yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I'm, I'm also mindful of, where and again it's not a one-to-one correlation but where paul was speaking to the corinthians and was talking about them taking each other to court but that's more so so yeah that's more so um like squashing resolving beefs between conflict, each other yeah. resolving conflicts yeah. and stuff and he's like 
don't you know that you're going to be judging angels and um, you need to be able to resolve stuff within yourself? Mm. And so there's almost like boundaries and, and like guidelines and stipulations, not so much so that where advisable go to a Christian counsellor mm. or where, where possible go to a Christian counsellor, I would say yes. But I would also say, um, I also recognise that that's very hopeful thinking that this Christian counselor will be good because mm. sometimes the standard ain't the same mm. like it's just this and it's not Christian counseling ain't the same but this particular counselor not, may not be the one and this, the same is, is applicable to secular counselors mm. like it just won't work um, but there is no replacement for the gospel there is no replacement for the gospel. And so I guess that almost feeds back into um, prayer doesn't, um, it's not the same as therapy, mm. but I still believe that prayer doesn't cancel out therapy, therapy doesn't cancel out prayer, but I still believe within that um, mixture, prayer is, should be the predominant one. Mm. It should be foundational. You should almost start from prayer and then seek out therapy. Um, but it's not lessening the, the value. I, okay, I guess that's, that's a better word. It's, it doesn't lessen the value of therapy. Of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, therapy doesn't lessen the value of prayer. Prayer still stands supreme, but prayer doesn't cancel out the, the value of therapy. Mm. Um to actually have someone who is therapeutically trained to be able to talk you talk through things um and even as as you were saying in our private conversation on whatsapp in terms of resilience emotional resilience mm. um being able to to work through emotions and not be stuck in it in like this never-ending loop is something that again therapy can help towards Mm. Um, as well as prayer um and so yeah it's i don't i don't believe the bible kind of shuns away from it um i know that there are more that i could potentially lean on um but most of them is around counsel it's around advice Uh, the, the interesting thing i was going to say was that you use counseling and therapy almost synonymously yeah. whereas i've i've never thought about the two as the same yeah. but it makes complete sense that they would be um uh and it's just yeah that 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 more, more than anything struck me was i've always separated the two significantly where therapy is you go to the couch and someone charges you by the hour and counseling is someone trying to help you yeah <laughs> but um you you use the two interchangeably which I think, and, and again, yeah, and, and makes sense as well why you can then use the illustration of Sam Solomon get, getting counsel because mm. it, it was it was that, it was other perspectives being input where I've always only viewed therapy as a commercial thing mm. and counsel as something that anyone and everyone, you know, that's blessed would can help you with. But yeah when the two together actually makes sense and, and shows the benefits so no that's fair enough that's fair enough that's that's cool i'm happy with that that yeah, yeah you put one on the spot with that one boy i was not <laughs> expecting that i um, didn't have it prepared until it was just us two i was like oh wait this would be a cool 
Good questions yeah, to ask. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah, like I am a, I am a real advocate for counselling. Um, yeah. Having been through it myself and having trained as a counsellor, mm. so I'm a real advocate for it, but I've never actually, I've almost taken it for granted that, oh yeah, like God is for counselling, mm. but to provide like a biblical, almost like exposition. I was just mm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I might, I might actually dig more into this. Mm. It's, it's, it's funny because it, for me it's as soon as you sort of removed that distinction in my head I was like oh wait hold on this makes complete sense but then I've mm. always had a tension because I've always viewed therapy as one other thing altogether and viewed counsel as another yeah. thing altogether and so as soon as you removed I was like oh yeah no that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah. almost like the tension that I, I have seen of a lot of like old school fire and brimstone sort of um mindsets within yeah. Christianity mm. around miraculous healing and and pharmaceuticals mm. Mm. they they mm. draw a very hard line I am yeah. not going to take any paracetamol like I am not going to do anything put any mm. chemicals in my body mm. everything is going to be healed but with CMOS like mm. very not like yeah and I'm just like ah. yeah mm, yeah CMOS, you know fab mm. <laughs> everything CMOS like yeah mm. to the point of even like saying they don't like cooking in metallic pots because over time the the metal starts to wear away and mm. then it starts to slip mm. into your food and stuff and that causes more I'm just like bro so what where are you know. where are what? you going to cook well like, what? Pot. not like that just boil like everything. Say, like, say the sand ain't gonna. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is interesting. You do. You do have people who won't even, like, it's 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 it's, it's you know they won't use forks and knives and it's just like oh it's, yeah yeah. yeah. There was a guy that cancelled his gym membership, in the gym that we started Kyokushin in, mm. because they started using thumbprints. He was like, it's the mark of the beast. Cancel this thing. What's the mark of the beast? His thumb? His thumbprint. You need in his thumbprint to get into the gym. He's like, it's the mark of the beast. Cancel his membership. I was like, bro. Then he can't have a passport. Anyway. He would He would hate to be arrested by the police, boy. Because all them biometric stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Face recognition must be a nightmare for him right now. But yeah. The thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't know that much about it. Mm. Because you find people that are have some of those some of those thoughts are not as educated on the technology as they should be. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and it's 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 wild as superstitious views. So when I had the tat on my wrist first done, mm. I walked into work. I was working in Sainsbury's at that time, and the caterer who worked on a Sunday was it was a Ghanaian lady so she used to hook me up with food mm. so I'm like I used to come in I used to go up for lunch late and she would always save a plate for me and the oh, plate man. was stacked like the way my mom would stack the plate everybody yeah. else's plate was like half the size mine was stacked um take care so, of your I, own. <laughs> so I came I paid for the food I grabbed the food and she always kept it in like this warming oven for me so it was always warm, it was always mm. fresh, hooked me up. Um, I came, I had a short sleeve shirt on, 
she saw the tap. Even though it says like head and heart, one one six, all of them things there, she was like, "That's the mark of the beast." I was like, "Yo, let's firstly, firstly, let's lower our voices." There are there are people around us who would think that we just entered into a whole different whole different scene right now. But yeah, I was like, "Yo," I was like, "But why do you think that?" Yes, yeah, because they. And then I, I in that moment, I knew that this I can't have this conversation with this lady. Yeah, yeah. The, the the funny thing is, and sometimes I wonder why people do this. If it is the mark of the beast, and if you've read about it or, or done any sort of research about it, you know it's a one-time thing. Mm. So then why point it out? You're already doomed. Like, <laughs> like, like oh, there's no, so you're going to hell. <laughs> there's no repentance from this. It's like, why point it out if it is the mark of the beast? But anyway, yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So um my question to you mm. is around um the Catholic view of sex. <laughs> so interesting. The, the Catholic Church yeah. views sex as only being for procreation. There is no okay. space for it being something enjoyable mm. or done for enjoyment. Mm. And so the Catholic Church bans, from what I, from what I understand, they ban the use of contraception. Okay. Um, what is your view? As in, do you agree? Do you disagree? And why biblically? I think... I think two becoming one practically is only possible during sex. Mm. Oh, I say practically, physically. Physically, yeah. It's only possible during, during during sex because in that moment, two bodies are actually connected in ways that make them essentially a singular org- organism. However, and that's that's being um, that's being overly general about it. Um, but I think that that is tied with intimacy that the same sort of words are used um for that sort of intimacy as the intimacy that christ desires with his church that Mm -hmm. god desires with his people um that that imagery i think um presents oh yeah that that imagery represents christ and his church in its fullness being not not sexually intimate but being one being mm. united suggests to me that the act and uh, and everything to do with it is supposed to be a glorious thing it's supposed to be a beautiful thing that again as with marriage points to christ and his church of course all of this is in the confines of, of a marriage talking about sex my views always be within the confines of a marriage. Now, mm. to remove anything pleasurable from it, I think, ends up looking a lot like the Pharisees fasting and wearing sackcloth and ashes. It seems Imagine a lot that holier. It's like sackcloth and ashes. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It, it It looks holier because it's like woe is me and 
look at how holy I am suffering and, and I'm, I'm so pious. But then I think, for the sake of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think Christ's response would be similar in that that's not what it's about. That's not, mm. that's not the point. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not to be this thing that is feared, I think. And I, and I use fear because I think sometimes I can't I can't say this with any any real authority, but I think sometimes we remove the pleasure from a thing because we fear that that could lead to sin, or because historically that's led to sin. So for the pleasure of sex, you have young guys and and girls doing whatever, and so then to sort of curtail that, you then decide sex is not supposed to be pleasurable. It's just for procreation because then you are more likely to only do it within the confines of a marriage where procreation is encouraged. Um, similarly, you know, um, alcohol, drinking, Bible says don't get drunk because we understand it's pleasurable and because historically the pleasure of drinking has led to drunkenness. So you have some churches saying don't drink at all, yeah. don't even touch it, whereas that's not what the Bible says and there's freedom. Um, uh, what's her name? I'm go- I'm, I can't believe I did this. Marvel, uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the one of the lines she says to Steve Rogers in Civil War is, "Just because it's the path of least resistance doesn't mean it's wrong." Um, then talking about the Sokovia, of course, whatever. But the point being, Steve Rogers is so, um, you know, straight laced and and so principled Mm. that he almost views the easier path as the wrong path by default because it's easier Mm. Mm. Um, and it's that same attitude towards pleasure that I sometimes see churches do and they introduce all these extra rules and, and, and stuff and I've heard this description once before that sometimes if you treat rules especially with younger people your rules are like you holding soap the tighter you hold it, the more likely it is to slip out of your hands. Mm. And yet if you sort of hold it loosely, it stays there and you're in control. Whereas when you try and tighten the, the reins, you're actually more likely to make it slip. And so I, I just think, and and to some extent, I think the Catholic Church is very guilty of this with their dogma and, and the way they interpret um, their version of the Bible and the way the Pope's mm. word and the Father's word um, has such gravity to their belief, even to the point of being able to forgive you your sins. But um, I, I think I think it becomes it's maybe good intention to prevent sin, but um, I think ultimately a form of control, and I think a form mm. of control that isn't isn't Christ-like. I've intentionally not just gone bible verse bible verse bible verse because i think song of solomon presents sex as supposed to be like honey supposed to be like come on watching goats down this down the side <laughs> someone drew a, a a literary a literally accurate version of the the woman described this sex so it's hideous <laughs> but anyway um with 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 deer as breast and whatnot but yeah uh, I, I intentionally avoid that because i think the argument can be made um 
experientially without even needing to rely on 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 biblical verses Uh, but i do think the bible presents it as not just for procreation but also for intimacy Um, and it's god that designed our bodies and the fact that sex is scientifically proven to increase you know serotonin dopamine all those things have that effect on us i think it's because god designed it to do so Um, and and if so then i don't see why we should then reject the the pleasure God has associated with mm. it. So, yeah. So what is a long, long-winded answer, but yeah. No, I, think, I think it's good. Because, yeah, I, I was thinking along those same lines of uh, Songs of Solomon. Yeah. And even Proverbs where he keeps yeah. on saying, like, enjoy the wife of your youth and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. drink drink yeah. from your own cisterns and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. there there is this real sense of, like, taking pleasure Oh, yeah. um mm-hmm. not just physically but not i mean not just like visually and stuff like that intellectually and stuff but this holistic deriving of pleasure from this yeah. person that you men, men were not to. to even go to war if they're recently married but um, stay at home and please their wives I'm one. So, yeah yeah and it's like there is a difference in like contraception not being available mm um within the old testament but even then people were like pulling out <coughs> couple, couple couple people died for pulling out um, yeah but even then because they they didn't necessarily die for pulling out they died for the wickedness of they died for the reason of the reason yeah, why they, pulled they were bedding their what, brother's yeah, I think wife what, what I was and saying, didn't want to carry on the, the lineage so you get yeah. the you get the fruit but you don't want to yeah but what i was saying there was almost like that, that idea some, of pulling out oh, was still there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. idea of pulling out was still there yeah um and so there was this this sense of like pleasure mm. in german even even within israel mm. Mm. i'm not even saying oh like the gentiles are just fornicating orgies and blah 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 yeah, like no within yeah. within the tribes like man them were doing this thing for fun i mean you've also um, got you also got bear in mind Prostitutes aren't in, in the Bible. Right? Prostitutes aren't often. I can't. I'm trying to think of any prostitute in the Bible that is uh, noted as having kids. The only couple I can think of is what's her name? Tamar is it Tamar? Who dressed as a prostitute? Yeah. Um, yeah. But wasn't actually a prostitute. But the, the reason I bring that up is. They must have been doing something to Fact, be a yeah. prostitute and not yeah. be, you know, have tons of there, kids in their house. There was, there was the the women who went to Solomon, but I don't know if they were prostitutes. They were prostitutes. Yeah. They were, they were that gave yeah. birth. Yes, they were. They were. But that's that's pretty much like the only. And I mean, again, if they were prostitutes, uh, wasn't it Rahab? Um, Rahab and but we don't know. But we don't know if yeah. that was children. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but but do you see bunt you see tons of prostitutes and you don't see them with kids, you don't see yeah. them with you know, and you'd imagine under those circumstances, if they got pregnant, they would have to take care of the children. Yeah, but um, yeah. It would have been reckless if they got if yeah. Yeah. Reckless. So they must have been doing something, they must have known something. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, cool. from my point, eh? So long as you're married, if you're not married, don't have sex. Yeah, just 
try as much as possible to not have sex and not from a moralistic i'm a virgin sort of thing but yo like as songs of solomon says don't awaken love before it's time Time, there's 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 real wisdom in that like just doing that yeah it's it's a headache Mm -hmm. and it comes with a lot of baggage when you actually do finally get married and you're then trying to be intimate with your wife or husband there's a lot of baggage that comes with that if you can save yourself if you can't you're gonna have to deal with whatever it comes with once you get married um but once you are married enjoy the partner that god has given you to the Mm. max um enjoy it to the max use contraception or don't use it however you (laughs) do agree to do the thing but enjoy your partner to the max don't let these catholics try to stop your enjoyment Mm. yeah 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 cool all right sorry done let's move on so we didn't know Robert wasn't going to be here, so I didn't have anything prepared. But the moment that you jumped on, uh, you were asking, oh, is this the Mac setup? So for those that don't know, um, I was blessed with a MacBook uh, <laughs> for work. I had plans to buy an M1. Um, I still have plans to buy an M1 eventually um, that have... I must say, even been solidified by what this MacBook is doing because it's uh, it's it's changing things, bro. Um, I've been trying to bring you into the MacBook game for a minute, but no, well, I don't want to be haunted by Steve Jobs' games. <laughs> I have I have blood on my doorpost. <laughs> no Steve Jobs for it here, and a Mac inside. <laughs> the Trojan horse. <laughs> literally <laughs> no but so so here here's the thing that i wanted to talk about and i think we've sort of said this before um i've definitely said this before because I've, I've had this sentiment for a while especially since the m1 chips came out but in essence i was kind of racist towards macbooks mm. if it's not racism obviously but i was prejudice towards macbooks i think in a similar way people end up being prejudiced towards colors people colored people um and the thing that got me out of it was the macbook being too good to be ignored mm. so my question to you to sort of start the conversation is and, and, and in essence, because I've had this sort of sentiment around racism as well, is that a feasible solution to racism being so good that you can't be ignored? No, I don't think it is. Um, it works. <laughs> partially, because there will still be... Um, so I think... Obviously, in terms of their technological advances, Hmm. we see Apple making strides now that is like leaps and bounds ahead of what they were doing before, especially with with their own silicon. Yeah. Especially with that. Before, they were relying on, sorry, Intel tech, Hmm. which based on their form factor and ergonomics in terms of Apple, 
came with major limitations in terms of like cooling the cooling yeah. the, the chips and stuff like that yeah. processing power which was then influenced because of the thermals and everything mm. so yeah this this may get slightly technical um for guys listening but um almost like the, the vision was there and, and it's 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 almost like saying prove yourself so that i'll believe in you which is what the pharisees said to jesus come off the cross and then i'll believe in you mm. it's not it's not again it's not a one-to-one correlation <laughs> <laughs> but I see, yeah. the, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say the MacBook is our savior. Um, but it's like the very, like if Jesus had proved himself by coming off of the cross, that would have nullified what he actually needed to do. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, it, there is that sense in which is like, prove yourself before I believe in you. Um, and that from a racial perspective, mm. that denies <clears throat> the intrinsic value that every human being has. Right. So the problem is, I'm not addressing that. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not addressing that because that's an issue and that's true. But then that's, I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm on the step after that. So, and that's why I sort of started with me being prejudiced towards MacBooks. Mm. No one is saying, or I'm, I'm clearly saying that wasn't fair. Right. Um, in the same way as racial um, prejudice against people of color, black people isn't fair. Mm. That's established. What I'm saying is, with that being the case, with the case that there is this unfairness, there is this denial of the intrinsic value of every human being, there is this unfair um, judgment placed upon someone based on something as unjudgeable as the color mm. of their skin. I'm saying not in request for recognition, but rather in in demand of respect, be so good that they can't ignore you. So I guess if if I understand correctly, um, the the issue of intrinsic value is almost you recognize the um, the corruption there, mm. if to use that word, and you're like, yes, like this is bad. Um, but almost looking at the societal impact of each individual mm. being that you, what you contribute to the society is so like to, for lack of a better word, your level of excellence cannot be denied as an individual, your yeah. level of excellence cannot be yeah. denied. Exactly. So even if they're trying to be like, even if they're trying to undermine your intrinsic value, you come mm. with a level of excellence where they're like, well, I can't, I can try to ignore this, but I can't ignore this. Yeah. And if I want to acknowledge this, then that then challenges my perspective of this. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not sort of requesting that they do that sort of amicably. It's not mm. saying, see that I've achieved this. It's, it's just being in your face and being like, yeah. I'm this good. Ignore me if you dare. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. I'm gonna do this regardless. Yeah. Um and and yeah, it's so I, I think I think where so I think yeah, our perspectives are unique in that you're more optimistic in this space and I'm more pessimistic in this space. Maybe um optimistic, <laughs> optimistic, optimistic in that. <laughs> optimistic in that if you are excellent enough they will see it well optimistic in that it doesn't matter if they do 
Okay. Okay. So it, it's and, okay. and this is the thing when Mac, MacBook didn't do this for me. Like, you see what I mean? The yeah. thing, what what they've done, it's it's affected me almost reluctantly. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And so, full disclosure, sort of even jumping to the end, my thing isn't necessarily you do this in order to change people's minds about you. My oh. thing is you take this situation and allow the situation to fuel you to be good for yourself. Yeah. Like MacBook doing what they're doing with their silicon, it's not, of, of course, they're a company, so they're looking to make profits. Yeah. They're um, looking out, yeah. But it's for them. Like yeah. now they've yeah. set the bar at M1. Only so. God knows what M2 is going to be. I, I said only God knows it's not going to be that revolutionary, but, you know, it's... I mean, the, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max... It's ridiculous. The M1 in, its, in the dusk. But but then here's the thing, and 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 I mean, history, even in very recent history, you've got M1 on its own, and then you got M1 Pro, which was like, oh, and then you got M1 Max, which was like, oh, and then they came up with M1 Ultra, and we're like, bro, <laughs> do you know what? The, the I found you, you from the guy, giddy, 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 giddy. The thing, the thing that gasses me up, especially with this, is that Peter has been anti-Mac for the longest. Like he got a um iPad. I got an iPad gifted to me and I sold it. And then he sold it. Like literally, I, I sold it on his behalf. Um but it it's and I, I guess like the, the thing in terms of the practicalities and a reason that I am, I say I am pessimistic around this is it's almost like it took the failure of your laptop to get you to see the, um, the excellence yeah. and the possibility within the Mac space. Yeah. The problem is, or not the problem is for me, uh, so I actually think I'm maybe I'm more pessimistic. You haven't even explained your sort of approach, but I think I'm more pessimistic in that my presumption is they will never understand. They will never know. They will never care. Mm, okay. Yes. I'm and that's, saying, that's, that's my, that's my perspective as well. Yeah. But I'm saying because of that, I'm just going to be 10 times as excellent as I need to be mm. because for me, I, I need to, and there's the practicalities of, for instance, you know, we all need to pay bills. And so yeah. maybe I need to work twice as hard as this other person. Yeah. And that is, again, in my mind, the um, the situation being somewhat in my favor, because now when you take the two people that are at the same level, I am intrinsically twice as good. Mm. Unfortunately, you've had to, um, or I'm in a situation where I have to be twice as good to get the same pay. Mm-hmm. But then when we put us two aside, I am actually twice as good, period. And that's yeah. what I think has happened with MacBook is regardless of, you know, as you said, it took the failure of my laptop. But then at the point at which my laptop failed, MacBooks were already three times as good. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And it was then like, oh, now I don't have any options. I'm looking oh, you've already reached this level. Yeah. And it's not the same because it's not like my ignoring MacBook is what made them good. But yeah. I think yeah. that's a, for me, I think that's a, a healthy response, not for them, but for me mm. um, to, to, yeah. to sort of be twice as good. 
for my sake and then if it so happens then it so happens but whenever it does happen you will look at the two individuals side by side and be like wait hold on this person is twice as good because he's twice as good you know yeah yeah and it's yeah yeah it's there is there is a lot of truth to that and again I'm I'm finding it really hard to shake the pessimism and Mm. it, it very well could be that um and I'm sure it is that there are larger pockets of of society where um people don't have to be twice as excellent to kind of command the same space mm-hmm. and that's that's me speaking hopefully um i don't believe so but mm-hmm. i don't want to just speak generally and just say oh yes it's all bad i, I would want to hope that there are pockets where this can happen um but even in hearing stories and again these stories may be from the past and so present may not reflect them as accurately but just like even stories of your dad in the interview yeah yeah just by yeah. virtue of just his skin color they were like no yeah. we're giving it to somebody else yeah. and they tried to pick a name that they thought sounded the furthest away from being black yeah um and it's like actually no that's me just just for context my dad had uh, applied for an interview this was early 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 um I say early 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 but yeah it was early it was long before I was born he had applied he'd interviewed I think by phone um and had got a job turns up and he's like oh yeah I'm here for this job and they're like oh no we've given the job to John Finn no it was true they'd given the job to John Finn their presumption was it wasn't him mm. so that no we've given the job to John Finn and he's like yeah I'm John Finn shows them his ID or whatever and then they come back and say oh no sorry it's someone else who we've given the job to because they actually see him and he's black well, yeah yeah and again it's this this is before as you said it was before you were born but it's having heard countless stories. And so, yes, I agree with let's be, let's, and it's not even, it's not even from a, from a space of let's be twice as excellent. Um, even though I believe that my train of thought would take us there, mm. but it's almost the approach to martial arts that we both have. Mm. Whereas like, yo, like I will commit myself to this. I will commit myself to every punch, every kick, every push-up. I will challenge myself to be the best that I can be. Not because I'm trying, and it's like, yes, I will spar and I'll try to be like, try to learn and stuff, but not because I'm trying to be at the top of the tournament or whatever. Mm. That's almost a byproduct. It's like, I'm trying to be the best martial artist that I can be Mm. and try to work myself to a level of excellence. And so, yes, I agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with like, this, this sense of excellence and I even believe that excellence is something that as Christians we need to yeah. be intentional about right. if God has given us this gift if if we're serving the true and living God then we need to do it in a way that can like communicates something of him as he says be holy as I am holy and we know that it's not of our strength and our holiness isn't what gets us into heaven but there's still that charge to to be set apart to stand out where we know that the priests weren't allowed to mingle in different things. They weren't even allowed to marry widows. They weren't allowed to marry people. Like there there was something set for them. Mm. Um, And to live in a way that reflects this, to live in a way that, that reflects excellence, reflects something of the God that we serve, not as a means of work-based righteousness, but in appreciation for what he's done. And so, yes, I'm wholeheartedly about, 
let's let's push for this. I think uh, my frustration comes in when around the realities of barriers to access. Mm. Um, and so we have put in all of this work, we have done all of these things. And then when it comes to spaces within society, there are still barriers to access simply by virtue of, of skin color, of demographic, of mm. geographic, like whatever it is that there are these barriers. Um, and that, that becomes my frustration because it's like, yo, like I have, I have put in the work, I have done all of these things and yet you cannot see beyond the skin. Mm. You cannot acknowledge the skill set that is clearly better than all of the people that you've employed at my level. Mm. You cannot recognize that because mm. of this. Mm. Um, so, so my, not sort of counter argument, but the thing with, or, or the way I see it, that just becomes more fuel for what you're doing in the first place. Mm. if that makes sense because you're already you're already at a point where I haven't been given a fair shake mm. that's not going to stop me I'm going to carry on forward and then when I hit when I hit these sort of barriers of entry as, as you as you say that just adds to as fuel to the fire if mm. that makes sense yeah um, my, my I think the reason I am so pro that approach is because I think the opposite approach is resignation Mm-hmm. And the the you know the the sort of mentality that it's unfair, and that's my reality. So why bother anyway? You know, and mm-hmm. and I, I see I see that I see that a lot. Where it's like, well, why am I? I'm in school, but I'm only going to go into a job, and they're going to pay me less. So I'm only going to go into a job, or I'm not going to get an interview because I'm black, or because my name yeah. is. Tunde yeah. whatever so why bother I'm just gonna stay here and and do nothing or you know I'm gonna do there, there's no ambition because there is a reality of mm-hmm. prejudice and racism yeah um and I yeah. think I think that's I think that's totally unfortunate you know yeah. and, I, and, and I yeah yeah I think to add to that I think this this is a space that what you speak about in terms of resilience really comes into play Mm. Um, because it takes, it takes an increasing amount of resilience to face these barriers and still keep pushing. Mm. Um, It takes an increasingly amount, an increasing amount of resilience because it's like every setback will knock something out of you and then to kind of get up and keep going again. You need that resilience. You need that tenacity. You need that perseverance to be able to get not back and then get up and keep going. Yeah. Um, even, even faith-wise, where it's like you, you may fall into sexual sin and then be disheartened and really recognize that, okay, like I'm, this is something I really struggle with. And then you find yourself kind of repeating the same pattern to a point it gets, you get to a point where it's just like, should I just pack it all in? Yeah. Cause it's, it's just, it's just mad. Um, and apart from God's spirit, I believe like spurring one and strengthening you to kind of keep going. Um, mm. 
I think it's in Proverbs where it's like the righteous may fall seven times, but seven times they'll still get up. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 that spirit of God that kind of keeps you going. I think that there is a resilience that unfortunately not the whole pop not the whole ethnic population has. Mm. Some will get knocked down and just be like, you know what, bun it. I think there's a line in one of Jason's songs where he's like, he was speaking about when he used to sell drugs as a as a young person. He was like, what? it might not be, it might not be him. It might be Meek Mill or something like that. Man's trying to attribute to a gospel rapper something that another rapper said. But yeah, there's some rapper who was like, like working a nine to five wasn't appealing because I might, I might be dead by the time the payslip comes in. Mm. And again, mm. there's, there's these sense of like realities that we're living in. There's a, there's the mindset of the community. Um, that we're kind of raised into not saying that we just need to adopt those mindsets. Sometimes we need to, not sometimes, most times we need to challenge and push back and kind of see where the breaking points are and then form stuff, kind of keep the culture moving forward as opposed to just being stagnant. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's, there, there is, there is that resilience that the, that we as a people group need in order to kind of keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. But there's also the recognition of, having been constantly knocked back it does take it out of you and there are people mm-hmm. who are like how like how much more do we need to go through this like every other week the police has killed another black person another black child another black woman like something has happened mm-hmm. and it's just like how how long do we need to keep going through this how long do we need to keep rallying up, um behind our people and just like asking for justice and crying out for justice. And some people, some people give up. Some people like fall into depression. They're just like, oh, cool, you know what, bun it, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one thing that you display in terms of that resilience that I have looked at often and just be like, yo, like that, that is a character trait, which is a gift. It, I, I, I perceive it as a real gift because that resilience is something that having grown up like on estates where drugs have been sold and stuff, I have seen a lack of it. Mm. I have seen people just succumb into the realities of racism and just almost slipping into stereotypes. Mm. But actively wanting to push past it some people are some of our own people are crabs in a the bucket. They'll try to they'll try to drag you down, mm-hmm. as well as the culture kind of saying, "No, this isn't your space. You need to go back in." And so you're almost fighting stuff internally, externally from your own people and from people who who aren't within the culture. Mm-hmm. No one's just woken up. No one's just woken up. Oh, oh, Actually, full transparency, we, we had to pause the recording because no one woke up and Mo had to jump on daddy duties, which is to be encouraged. So actually, oh, I might not even edit out the break, just so you guys know that's what happened. But anyway, um, yeah, in, in sort of response, not no response to resilience, but I think another problem that I see is, so for a while I did, um, I was tutoring like kids in A-levels yeah. and and. GCSEs and coming from Ghana (laughs) and the education system in Ghana one of the things that still appalls me is 
that students your predicted grade and you get encouraged to aim for that grade and that grade mm. only so you literally have students that are c students and this is the height of their achievement mm. and they're conditioned to believe and to work towards that height of achievement like oh, i'm just working towards a c and then you've got a students and they're given an extra push to head towards a whereas in ghana <laughs> Exam time comes and they have everything on the board. <laughs> and everyone. And so there's this thing, there's this thing that you're like, I don't want to carry the class. And that just means I don't want to come last on the board. Because <laughs> that means I do work. Yeah. And it's I I find it really painful, painful when those limitations are put on us and, and we accept them. And then mm. resign ourselves to them, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and that's that's sort of why I, I have that tension with it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think <clears throat> now that you mention it, yeah, I do see a real like gap between that that educational system within Ghana. At least when when we were growing up, anyways. I don't know true, if it's still the same. True. true. Um, and they, here, might have, they might start worrying about putting the kids under stress. Yeah. So they had all those yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's I know that here it's more to do with like what well, I believe is more to do with like differentiation and acknowledging um individual students' dispositions or whatever within mm. different subjects and trying to help them push, trying to set markers for them which are stretching for them. Um, but not taking them into like the, the red zone, the panic zone, by shifting them out of their comfort zone into into the growth zone. Um, some coaching talk right there, boy. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, zones, zones. It makes sense. It makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it pushes them in, into their zone of growth without pushing them into the panic zone, and. Mm that I, I see the benefits in that, in that like everyone isn't just treated as like all of you need to learn this, but I still recognize your, the gripe that you have in that. <clears throat> Let's not just aim for the ceilings assigned to us, mm. but let's put in our work. And if we break them, sweet. If we don't break them, we know that we have still put in the work that all it. the work that we That's could have it. put in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think even without knowing that that is almost the mindset that I have adopted with my kids. Mm. Whereas like I don't particularly care about your grades. Mm. I like you can get a D for all I care. Yeah. But if I know that you hadn't applied yourself fully, that's where I will be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a. This will be my last interruption because I feel like I've interrupted <laughs> you a few times. Um, so you remember my groomsmen? Uh, they're called our WhatsApp group, the unit. Um, mm-hmm. It has since changed into a few good men, but um, the unit, hands down, favorite TV show of all time. Uh, America is based on a special forces team, like a real special forces team, in the in the U.S. Army. And one episode, one of the guys, he was, when he was joining for selection, um, he went through selection, he did everything he needed to do. 
at the end, sort of at the final test, he he kind of failed, but he didn't fail. It was a test, and he presumed they were saying that he had failed, and he's a bit of a hothead, so he got up, got angry, got left, and left. And when he went home and he told his wife that he had essentially failed, his wife wasn't like, did you do, you know, what, what was your mistake? What was it? The wife simply asked him, would you do anything differently? And he was like, no. He he did his best. I was like, well, then there you have it. That's your answer. You've done what you can do. Yeah. You, you've done what was necessary. It's their loss. You know, you move on. Mm-hmm. And that stuck with me because, as, as you said, it's not necessarily even about the the results, as it were. It's not mm. about the numbers. It's not about the grades. It's about when you look in the mirror, can you honestly say, I did my best? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're supposed to be doing, I think. Yes. Is our best. And if you can, yes. fair enough. Sometimes yeah. best is not good enough. Then there's room for growth. Cool. This is it. Otherwise, that's all that's required. This is it. And and for me, there's always this, and again, it feeds into your statement of excellence. If I am constantly striving to work at my best, then there's always going to be growth and improvement. Mm. Because it's like if like just if we just take physical like physical exercise as an example, if my best right now is 10 press-ups and I am constantly ensuring that I hit 10 press-ups, there's going to be growth. It's 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 undeniable there's yeah. going to be growth in yeah. yeah yeah it's like this week maybe 10 next week maybe 11 then 12 and 13 mm. but so long as i am constantly working at my best which mm. also includes like rest nutrition yes. yeah. all of those stuff yeah. there so it isn't just the output but it's, it's everything the that's going zone, on not the panic yeah <laughs> come on and absolutely yeah and so th- th- there are these things that like factor in to ensure that I am working optimally mm-hmm. um, and if I am continually doing that I will be walking in excellence I will be mm-hmm. walking in the best that I can do now and and if I continually do that my best like the bar will continually be raising mm-hmm. um, and so yeah that's that's one thing that I'm like yes I need to so when whatever I'm doing with coaching without like visuals or whatever i'm like is this the best that i can do right mm-hmm. now yes cool i'm happy with it even if they're like it doesn't quite hit the vision that i have this is the best that i can do right now yeah. i'm good yeah. um and it's, so it, it isn't just settling for whatever and in looping back to resilience um i also recognize that there are um, different levels it, it may be it may be conditioning through um the way you've been raised the your friendship circles or whatever um not not when i say the way you've been raised i'm not saying you as a global you just people in general yeah, yeah, yeah. where if if you yeah if you were raised by parents who really demeaned you mm-hmm. and like really tore you apart for some people that actually builds their resilience to be like well i've been told no my entire life so what makes you mm. different i'm just going to keep plowing at this mm. for others it breaks them down to be like oh that's another yeah. person telling me no i might as well just quit and so again there are different circumstances that affects resilience i know that for me personally initially i, I can kind of go by sheer enthusiasm but if i keep getting knocked back it's, it, t- it starts to take me longer and longer and longer mm. to recuperate from that 
to a point where I'm just like, fam, is there any point trying to to recuperate from this? Because I've been knocked back like 50 times over the past two weeks and it's been long. Hmm. Um, and the pagan is arriving. The pagan has arrived. I said, I said he's going to come back to close us out. I the said pagan has a, And he's coming out. on the phone. He's coming on the phone. Hello. This look guy, like, this guy's look looking like, like he's in the jungle. He's he's in the he's in the yeah, he's he's in the jungle right now. Hey, don't turn around, don't turn around, keep quiet. <laughs> I can see eyes behind you. Fam, I napped and then my London and go off. I'm just waking up. We're still recording, you know. We're still recording, we're this not taking this off the recording. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Black Fest. <laughs> With me, Robert. <laughs> After your nap, yeah? <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, now, this is sick. <laughs> I'm keeping this in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... So, that, there, there are that those dispositions where... So, right now, we're talking about resilience and mm. um, people of colour, essentially, ethnic groups, working at a level of excellence where they cannot be denied... Um, using Mac and PC as as almost like the prototype, because yeah. Um, yeah, like and as you, but looping back to Mac and PCs, you're right. Mac was doing its thing regardless of whatever people kind of saw about them, and mm-hmm. they were they were operating based off, off of their conviction mm-hmm. that yo, this is good, this mm-hmm. is needed, and we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we'll wait for the people to catch up. Yeah. We're going to build a loyal fan base and then like, yeah, keep it moving. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's, there, there is that, there is that sense of resilience and just keeping on going, even regardless of whatever recognition and stuff. But I also recognize that there's the knockbacks and the setbacks does take a toll. And if resources are already scarce, Sometimes it can be harder for you to kind of bounce back from that. Um, our pockets aren't as deep as Apple, where they've got like trillions on no reserve, bro, on reserve no just idea. in case. Um, and so they they can afford to bring to launch a product for mm. it to flop, and then to go back to the drawing board and, and launch something else. Like as they have done many up. times. As they have done many times. So yeah. some of us, man, if it flops, that, that might just be all the resources we had. That's us for another. That's, uh, yeah. that's noodles and, and water for another. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And it was going to be lukewarm. Um, but yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I recognize that that resilience is something. And, and I do believe that with you specifically, I believe that like your resilience is a gift. Um. And I say that to say, like, don't take it for granted and don't assume it easily transferable. Um, yeah, because, yes, like, yeah, even, even like emotional resilience. Because, um, again, in, in the conversation that we had on WhatsApp, it, it was very, like, that resilience is something that I'm, I'm tentative around because I recognise it can be built up. It can mm. be built up. It isn't, again, growth mindset. It can be built up. It isn't mm. stagnant and it can diminish depending on how we approach it. Mm. But this acknowledging, okay, 
this is where it's at at the moment. How do we actively and intentionally build it up, mm-hmm. especially within kids to acknowledge, oh, cool, this, this is happening, this is happening, these are realities. And we acknowledge these realities, but we don't allow these realities to then become cages that we have to live within. Yeah. But we're actually going to move beyond this um, mm-hmm. and not allow these things to limit us as best as we can do. Mm. um yeah fam i really feel like we're in the blair witch project right now no it it feels like it (laughs) he just he just needs a night vision camera the thing is yeah i don't don't know if you ever watch paranormal activity but anytime there's like a dark screen or anytime i look in the camera uh, and it's dark behind me. I'm fully expecting (laughs) even to this day like when i look at the baby monitor and zara's there I always have to look and like, is anyone in there? Is, is someone standing there watching? Like, where do I? Yeah, no. Um, I have something to say too. I don't, know if, you, I don't you. know if you have the privilege. I don't know if, you, if, you, if you've earned the privilege. You, you just woke up, man. Now go ahead, Robert, go ahead. I was going to say, it, it sounds weird, but I feel like as Black people, um, a lot of our creativity and innovation has come... Um, as a result of our struggle. Mm. And it sounds weird, but um, it, it is difficult. Um, like, <laughs> life is hard as a Black person. Mm. But I think that, it, it sounds weird, but I think it's, we're at a point where we should be embracing the struggle um, as part of who we are as Black people. Mm. Um, with the acknowledgement that it has given birth to so much and and it's influenced the world so much. Um, and even if we don't get the acknowledgement that we deserve initially or at all, um, well, we are innovators, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. we, we affect the world in, in ways that can't be denied. Uh, well, <laughs> we, we came from slavery and and all of that and came out with some banger music slaves slavery gave birth to capoeira you know <laughs> and, and because of that we now have eddie in Tekken. oh my gosh <laughs> I, I was gonna drop but yeah i i, I hear you i hear you I, I would push back on it slightly um because, like, again, this, this is something that man them say on a regular, so it isn't new for me. I'm regurgitating someone else's stuff, but it's like our history predates slavery. And so it's almost like we've come from kings to slaves to, like, this weird in-between where we're almost living with the trauma of slavery and the recognition of um, we weren't always slaves, but we're coming out from this space um and also i want to push back on that not all black people came from being kings bro no 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 bro bro Royalty, bro. it was 0.0001 percent do you know do you know what yeah in ghana i went to my mom's village and everyone there was a king everyone there was just living life lavish and i said now they weren't living life lavish but it's like title wise they were mm. all connected to royalty somehow yeah. not everyone like, bro literally all of them bro 
there's levels of royalty there's also levels of royalty there's levels of royalty there's there's like um and and when i when i say we were kings i don't necessarily mean like everyone was ruling a kingdom or whatever this and that but it, there's almost we a sense always of slaves we weren't always slaves the, the there was a narrative our, behind our there was a narrative history. before slavery um yeah. and there are different different tribal narratives and a collective narrative before slavery and even now i can't i don't know that i can claim an affinity to slavery because i don't i don't know if any of my ancestors were slaves mm. i was born i was born in ghana and for all i know all of my like people that came before me immediately before me were all born and raised in ghana mm. so i don't know if i have any direct connection to slaves um but, but and sorry, just to add what, what no, I yeah, did want to say is I think I may be wrong, but I think the black race is the only one who has who is profiting from their um their struggle. What do you mean? So um most of the black um stuff like stuff that comes out that makes money is tied to oppression. It's tied to either us oppressing ourselves or being oppressed. And so films that come out like 12 Years a Slave, box office smash. Mm-hmm. When we have songs, hip hop songs that are speaking about degrading each other, blah, 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 hits. But when we have shows like, and obviously it will be a hit within the culture, like my wife and kids. It's just a man trying to raise his kids one-on-one. It's just a dad just trying to like get gal and raise his daughter as a single dad. They gain notoriety and stuff within the culture, but they don't gain that. They're not on friends levels, if that makes sense. But if mm. but when when it's a case of Kunta, Roots, them men are banging it out in schools, you know? Them men are banging it out. But we, and when we look at other races, we don't get Jewish people monetizing Holocaust. Not huh? that I know of. <laughs> Not that I know of. We, we, nah. we've, got, we've, got, we've got films about the Holocaust. Definitely not to the same degree. Definitely not to the same degree. Okay. But I, think, I think it could be argued that Jewish people have controversial have um yeah, you might get cancelled <laughs> you, 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 you might need to backtrack, backtrack. no no I, I think it's fair to say that jewish people have benefited because of the holocaust because right now they're like what in the, in the western West world are you bro, bro hey, no, you hold on, hold on, hold on. Slip it out. No, listen <laughs> Just choose your words carefully because I, th- I think I, I don't know i don't know the point you're trying to make but I'm hoping there's a point, so just choose your words properly. I'm just saying that they've, they've, just um, they've, benefited, they, they've benefited in the sense that right now they are almost like an untouchable race. They're, like, they're protected. The they're not protected the uh, culture. Um, yeah, bro. Anti-Semitism is a thing because of what, what they suffered as, as a result of the Holocaust. Because of what what the historical result of unchecked anti-Semitism has been, as a result of the Holocaust, which was if the Holocaust happened, if, 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 no, no, if, if if there was no Holocaust, 
honestly, anti-Semitism would wouldn't be a thing because because whenever someone is anti-Semitic, people always link it back to the Holocaust, which was the greatest display of unchecked anti-Semitism. No, 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 brother, it, it, it's not a chicken and egg thing. <laughs> it's it's Holocaust. <laughs> Rob, but, but I, I think I before think, the Holocaust, think, uh, there was no anti-Semitism, even though Jewish people was, was still around. There was, there was in the Bible. Yeah. In, in, in the Bible, it, it, it wasn't anti-Semitism when the Jewish yes, people were was. enslaved. Joseph was prime minister and still couldn't eat with the rest of the cabinet. But it wasn't. It wasn't called. I think it wasn't like called. Uh, it wasn't a thing. It was just racism. <laughs> Against a specific, <laughs> specific. specific group. No, but but then, um, but then the, but, the thing yeah. is, I even think there's more insidious reasons why that is the case with the black community. Okay. Like, like I think, <laughs> and again, this is me being a conspiracy theorist, but I think if you if you reward not celebrations, but if you reward reminders of their trauma, then you keep them traumatized. Yeah. Yeah, but like Bollywood is 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 is, is popping. Them guys just sing, um, sing and dance, <laughs> and they make it billions. Yeah. Robert woke but, up and chose violence. Oh, <laughs> but and it's like, as 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 a, as a as a people group, we are almost like financially incentivized to rehash our struggles. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't I don't see other races actively participating within this you may have you may have like a Spielberg or someone do something on Holocaust but that's like a specific um, specific film or whatever like there are there are films around it even the mouse graphic novels it was a guy trying to document his grandfather's journey or his dad's journey through Auschwitz Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was a there was a specific reason for that not saying these ones don't, but like, yo, like most of black entertainment is perpetuating something. I say most loosely, but a lot of it is perpetuating some sort of stereotype, some sort of negativity, some sort of trope, some sort of struggle. And these ones are the ones that are earning the most amount of money. Are becoming, but I feel, but yeah. I feel like it's, it's because they're trying to, earn money in the white society like like i think about being in ghana you'll be you'll be seeing oh, what would i think for you you know the like spanish tv shows where like <laughs> the links yeah, 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 yeah they're off yeah esmeralda <laughs> there's i remember that hey, esmeralda, yeah. Whoa. I, like yeah, things like yeah. that and things like bollywood they live in their own sphere mm-hmm. um and they are very profitable, um, yeah, and, yeah. and they aren't chasing like mainstream Western mm. um, yeah. acknowledgement. Yeah. Or, um, and I f- and because they're not, they can go about doing their thing, and they're popping as a result. I yeah, think right. that as black people, we are trying to chase mm. white man glory. You know what, and that feeds into, Peter, your original point. That feeds directly back into your original point. Mm. And like where it's like they are proving their excellence on their own terms. Mm. They're proving their excellence on their own terms. They are setting like the standard, they're setting the boundaries. That they're, they're almost writing their own Ten Commandments. Mm. But 
as a people group, arguably, we're almost trying to live by the slave master's Ten Commandments mm. and try to win um, in the way that has been deemed winning by mm. the slave master to almost prove to ourselves and prove to them yeah. that we are who they denied us to be. Yeah. Um, but if we just go off the, if you just go off the reality that, yo, like, I don't need to prove myself to you. Yeah. I'm about this. Yeah. I'm just going to be about it. Whether you recognize it or not, I'm about this. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's why, bro, that's yeah. why, like, as funny as Nollywood is, you can't knock it because they're just mm-hmm. out there. Bro, you, well, can't. you can, you can, because, well, I say you can, but again, like, now that they're getting the Netflix deal, now that they're getting a lot more eyes, you're seeing Nollywood shift a lot more to, like, some of the Western stuff, like, you see them I don't you see a lot more cussing and it's when people cuss in an African accent it's so weird <laughs> but, but it's still very did, African did, did you did you trans, see yeah, the they're becoming more western which is which is part of my I problem I don't it. think so well like the stuff that I've seen I don't think so yeah no the stuff that I've seen especially in comparison to what it used to be and it was it was inevitable really once again if you're looking for Hollywood then that's what you're going to do yeah but you're right in that they've 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 held on to their identity somewhat but i'm also seeing a shift towards this might do well this might do well and i i I mean like i think those things are inevitable if if there is a predominant player on the scene which hollywood is Mm. and you're starting to gain recognition and stuff you can almost start to look to yeah. their formulas and stuff mm. and try to mimic it there will be some who are like i'm going to remain pure i'm a purist there are going to be someone who try to adopt other things in order to make things better and some mm. try to drift somewhat in the middle um but for the most part and and even outside of the tv industry and the entertainment business-wise they're they're, they're hooking themselves up mm. yeah they're, they're not particularly trying to win by whoever's merits and standards. Mm. They're like, yo, again, this, this may be stereotypical, but, it, but the Asians would be like, yo, we're going to set up shop. Everyone's going to pass through here. Mm. Before, you, before you go out to go get a job, you've already had like five years work experience just yeah. through here already. We've mm. already hooked you up. We can write you a job um, a reference and them things yeah. there. Um, we're going to be very active about supporting our own and creating these hubs and communities where we take care of each other. Um, and it's, it's, it's nice to see. And it's, it's also disheartening to recognize the lack of within our own communities mm. um, and recognizing that we're trying to play by, we're trying to dismantle the slave master's house using his own tools but that's not what it was built for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we've been we've been going for a while. I think I think it's a good place to round up. And I think for me the main main takeaway is I think as you said, Mo, is just you've got to do your best. You've just mm. got to do your best. And I think probably the only addition to that would be your best according to you, not according yeah. to anyone else. Yeah. Whose rules are you playing by? yeah yeah whose rules are you are, it's like who has set the parameters like whose yeah. rules are you playing by um yeah. and as christians i'll be like 
Constant. goes without saying it's God's standard. You can't Absolutely. serve both God and money. You can't serve two masters at the same time. Yes, yeah. give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but and give mm-hmm. to God what belongs to God. Like, yeah, yeah. we can't. Yeah. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Cool. All right. Um, hookups. Hookups. Um, hookups, hookups. Um, I'm happy to go first. Mm-hmm. So my hookup. I'll just be cheeky and give two. One that we've already I've already yeah. given, but just by virtue of the conversation, um, I want to hook up Extreme Ownership, which is a book by Jocko Willink, who is a Navy SEAL um, in America. Um, and Extreme Ownership is his book, you know, just documenting, you know, an attitude and mindset that he sees predominantly in um in good leaders in the military um, and that he teaches to business people etc um, so it's a it's a really good book um, I'm looking to read oh. it again this year at some point it's on audible I just found it I've added yeah it to my yeah list. yeah I listened to it on audible um, and I, I'm looking to listen to it again this year uh, but extreme ownership Jocko Willink um, and Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins yeah um another he was also a navy seal he trained for delta force delta force is the group that my favorite show the unit was based on um and david goggins is just a hard guy like just like hard guy ultra marathons he held the pull-up record um for a bit he might still hold it um just a hard guy And, and he documents he writes about um sort of how he developed that mindset um and and actually if you can i would say get the audiobook because the audiobook has commentary on the book itself from david goggins and, and the guy that helped him write it so um can't hit can't hurt me and extreme ownership those are my hookups for today sweet so my thing i'm gonna be cheeky on one too as well um <laughs> robert doesn't show up on this as well <laughs> Um, the first one is a song both of them are songs Um, the first one is an individual track called Awesome God I'm just going to share it to the group by a rapper called R Swift now this song is donkeys old like I heard this song when I first came to faith and yeah so it's just it, it runs it remixes the our God is an awesome God. He reigns okay. from and then, yeah, and then the beat drops and the man starts spitting. Yo, yeah, 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 sick. Um, so that track and the second thing. So man, man went biblical on the first one. I'm going all the way heathen on the second one. Is Kendrick? No. No, we need to talk um, about Kendrick. We need to talk about no. Kendrick. Kendrick's overrated, to be honest. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. sound a lot like me right there, Robert. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. I've always thought Kendrick was overrated. Rav, he doesn't speak in full sentences when he raps, and that annoys me. He does what? He doesn't speak in full sentences when he raps, and that annoys me. <laughs> so, yeah. And this, He's again, praying this, to this the sun and the trees. That's all I'm saying. I know. This, this is another person who's monetizing a struggle. God, this, this, is, this is basically therapy. Um, but um, Dave did the same thing in one of his albums as well. Um, Psychodrama. That was essentially, a, that was essentially like, 
playing out therapy. Um, but yeah, Mr. Moran, the big steppers. That that this album, yeah, it's just taking me through flats and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, those are my two hookups. Oh, um, only one hookup from me this week because I don't even know if you deserve a hookup. Fam. What do you mean? I might, I might edit it out. <laughs> there will be a hookup from me. <laughs> Disgusting people. So my hookup is a YouTube channel. And I think it's a podcast as well called um, The Diary of a CEO. It is yes, a podcast. It is a podcast. Yeah. 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 So this guy called Steve Barrett. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I think he's on Dragon's Den or something. Um, he he interviewed like CEOs and millionaires and billionaires yeah. and rappers. Red Free 2 was on there the other day. Yeah, and, I saw. And yeah, he just like interviews them talking about like their mindset and like how they got to where they got to and he he, he does really good conversations with people and mm. even if it's not a field that you're interested in i think there are so many things that you can take away and mm. use to improve yourself as a person so yeah yeah do you know what um a few people who i i'm connected to on linkedin like repost some of the stuff and yeah, there's there's been like really good nuggets. I think even Andrea Andrea dropped one of his stuff on um on a WhatsApp status. There's been some good nuggets from him. It's like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I was, I'm trying to limit the amount of podcasts I'm listening to. So I've actually scaled back from like six to two. Um these times I've got what, like 20? But do you know what? I'm trying to I'm trying to scale back the podcasts, but then increase books. Fair enough. Because I'm realizing that I've, I had a lot of podcasts which I had slotted into travel time, but that then crowded out reading book, listening to books, mm. and so I've like minimized the podcast to just squeeze out what I really want, and then leave space for just reading stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll, I think I might, I might, I might give it a little go. See what the samples are saying. I've put both of your books on my wish list for Audible. Yeah. Yeah, cool. cool. All right, Robert. I said I predicted I'm a prophet now because I prophesied that you would come in near the end to close this out. So would you do the honors? Yeah. Um, shout out to Rude for intro outro music, Calvin Turner for the Audrey Amazing logo. Find us on Twitter at the Furnish UK, Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Black Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcasts, websites, and apps, the Black Furnace with the apostrophe. And that's it. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about the Queen and all that good stuff. Who's Queen? And fun all that fun. I only serve the King, right? I only serve the King of Heaven. Hey, I, I, I thought you were about to say the Johnny Depp stuff. Yeah. Nah, nah, he he won, he, and that's yeah, he bust, I mean, he he bust case. I like that. Oh, the heavy hitters. We're going to talk about something important. Well, when you when heavy, heavy hitters, it's just not as fun as when it's when it's when I'm here. That's what you think. I know, right? You just no. woke up. You just woke up. It's cool. I woke up like this. <laughs> Anyway, this is the oh. Spanish signing out. Blah, 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 blah. Hello, okay. <laughs>